Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KC covers country. Ooh, we're back. We are back. I don't think I've posted a KC covers country podcast probably in about a month now because a lot has happened since then. Of course, we had our wedding, which was incredible. I know that we probably we wanted to talk about it much more on the air after said fact, but thanks to unforeseen circumstances, which you can conclude, um, I really haven't gotten to talk about it much. It really was incredible. We had the best time. We had over 100 guests travel to Mexico to celebrate with us, and spoiler alert, it was not legal. So we came back home. We went to the church that my parents actually got married at when I was a little girl. We ended up making it legal there in front of our parents and our grandparents, and we went out to dinner. It was so nice. A a great way to just wrap everything up in a bow. And therefore, February has been a month of travel and celebration and relaxing and kind of getting back to reality now that I'm back to work and back to work solo. And obviously, now that I'm solo on the air, that affects Casey Covers Country. So I've been deciding how I want to go about posting the Casey Covers Country podcast. Since it's just me, I don't really have anybody to cut it up with anymore. So um, I'm just going to give you all the straight stories from this week. I'll include that I did on the air, as well as fun stories that I've just been collecting off the air. But really, it's all the same stuff, all the same, you know, gossip and news about artists that we love, starting with Kelsey Ballerini. So this week, right off the bat, it was announced that Kelsey Ballerini is set to host the CMT Music Awards, and this is her fourth year doing it. However, she's always hosted it with Kane Brown. Kane Brown not returning this year. Um, Let me look at when this show is supposed to end. Okay, so it's going to air on Saturday, April 7th. Let's be honest. I have no idea when Kane Brown's wife is due. They're having their third baby. It's going to be a little boy. We'll get into that later on. But she looks pretty pregnant. So this could be close to her due date. Or if I'm being completely honest, Kane Brown, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily book him to host an event. I know he's done this for the past three years and I just, I, he doesn't bring a ton of personality. And I think if he loosened up a little bit more, that would be different, but I could totally see them saying, you know what? Oh my gosh, your wife is pregnant. Why don't you just take this year off? And Kelsey's great and she always shows a ton of personality. So I think she will have a great time hosting even by herself. And I saw a fun fact that the CMT awards haven't had a solo host since 2017. 
and I always get so confused. I don't know why award shows, specifically country music award shows, feel like they have to have a whole array of hosts. Like the one year when Dolly Parton, I think, joined in. It was Dolly and Kane and Kelsey, and sometimes it just gets to be a a little too much. That being said... Of course, I'm still obsessed with the Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood of it all. I think that was the CMA Awards. If they came back obsessed, I think that's a perfect duo. But I don't understand why they can't just have like one solo host the way you would see at the Oscars or the Grammys or the whatever. So anyway, they haven't had a solo host at the CMT Awards since 2017 when Charles Esten, Esten? Esten? When Charles Esten hosted. And this caught my eye because I thought the only reason why I know who the hell Charles Esten is is because he is on Outer Banks. He plays Ward, Sarah Cameron's dad, on Outer Banks. Otherwise, I have no idea who this man is. And so I've been doing a deep dive I'm on his Wikipedia page right now because I'm I'm thinking I know that he's also a country artist. I know he makes country music. He plays smaller shows specifically in the South. I don't know that he really tours much. But at that, I'm assuming that he started country music because he had this newfound fame from being in Outer Banks. I just assumed he was nobody before Outer Banks and Outer Banks came out in what, 2020? So he hosted in 2017. There's got to be more to this man's history that I'm missing out on. And I think it's just my generation that has done me dirty in that way is the reason why I don't know who he is. I'm on his Wikipedia page right now, and he got his start on whose line is it anyway? What the hell is that? Not the show. I <laughs> I actually love whose line is it anyway and all of the older seasons, but it never dawned on me that Charles Esten was on it, and that's where he got his start. As I'm going on, he's also guest starred in shows like Married with Children, Star Trek, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, here it is. Ding, ding, ding. 2012 to 2018, he was a main cast member of the show Nashville. He played Deacon Claiborne. See, that's my problem. I never actually watched Nashville. Connie Britton, Hayden Panettiere. I guess I got to go back and watch that. It looks like right afterwards, he started making country music, or I guess during the time of Nashville, he was making country music and getting some traction there. A frequent performer at the Grand Ole Opry. This is so lost on me. I would love to talk to Charles Esten someday and say, or maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I would be a little embarrassed, actually. Either way, that's your, I guess, country music history fun fact for the day. Wait, actually, that could be kind of fun. Maybe I'll start adding those into the weekly podcasts, some fun facts from country music history. Another fun fact I learned this week is actually about Garth Brooks and the song Friends in Low Places. So today is Leap Day. Today is February 29th. Friends in Low Places, the bar in Nashville, it opens on March 7th. So I'm interested to see what everybody thinks about that. You know, you know what it is. All the Broadway, lower Broadway bars, They're all exactly the same, so I'm not really expecting too much out of it, especially because if you know me, you know my feelings about Garth Brooks and his creativity. That's no shade. It's just facts. I learned today that when Friends in Low Places was written, it was written with George Strait in mind because Garth Brooks was a huge George Strait fan, wanted to model his career after George Strait's career. And I guess at the time, Garth didn't have like a recording contract or he wasn't with a recording label, so he couldn't do the song himself. So they sent it off to George Strait. George Strait was like, nah, you're good. Declined 
or I guess perhaps never got around to it. Who knows the reason? And the song came back to Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks then says, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. A year and a half later, finally records the song, is able to start the process of putting it out into the world. And here we are. Let's look at when that song was released. 1990. Here we are over 30 years later, and that song is just as popular, if not so much more popular. You've heard it at every bar, honky-tonk, party, backyard, barbecue that you've ever been to. And with George Strait's level of success, you know he's not blinking an eye at it. You know he's like, you're welcome, man. You you can take that one. And therefore, it became one of the biggest songs in country music history. And actually, I think it's I think it's like the second most sold country song of all time, right behind Johnny Cash's Walk the Line. I wonder if other people hear me say this kind of shit and think, where does she file that away in her brain? I don't know. It's such a weird hobby. That would not make sense if I had any other career. But I'm hoping people like you appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in and listening. Let's go ahead and jump into some of the biggest stories of the week that I talked about on the air. I'm glad you're here. Welcome back to the Casey Covers Country Podcast. A ton of country artists got together to make an album of Tom Petty covers, which I did not see coming. So the album is called Petty Country, a country music celebration of Tom Petty. And the lead single, or I guess the promotional song that they're using from it, is Dirk Bentley's cover of American Girl. American Girl is just a classic in every genre of music, and uh, it's an incredible project with so many great artists, including Dolly Parton and George Strait and Chris Stapleton. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to you know do the whole thing live somewhere for an audience. There's a ton of artists packed onto this album, and I'm actually really loving Dirk Bentley's cover of American Girl. If you haven't heard it yet, it's been out for a few days. It sounds something like this. Oh, yeah. but still the original. And to be honest, I've never personally been much of a Tom Petty fan. I think it's because, you know, the sound, it radiates a generation that I'm not from. But if anything can make me more familiar with Tom Petty's music, make me a fan, it's probably through the gateway of country artists and country covers. And I bet you Dirk Bentley plays American Girl at the Amphitheater this summer where he will be on August 22nd. Jelly Roll sent me a gift to the 92.3 WIL studios. It is thoughtful and genius at the same time. When I got to work this morning, I noticed two dozen jelly rolls, literally jelly-filled donuts on my desk so that I could remind everyone today that tickets for the Jelly Roll concert go on sale this Friday. That's March 1st, 10 a.m. at 923WIL.com. A, how thoughtful and hilarious. Jelly Roll you, you know how we feel about him. He's the best. And he's actually been making statements online this week, begging people to be careful where they're buying tickets from because I guess scalpers have been doing their thing, people getting scammed, believing that they're buying Jelly Roll tickets this week. But those tickets, like I said, they don't go on sale until Friday. So Jelly Roll at the Enterprise Center with Warren Ziders and our local girl, Alexandra Kay for the Beautifully Broken Tour. I'm telling you, this is going to sell out. Like, this is going to sell out fast. So... Whether you need to set a reminder or download the 92.3 WIL app, that way I can send you a reminder on Friday morning. You got to grab your tickets from 92.3 WIL.com. And Jelly Roll, thank you for the donuts. What am I supposed to do with two, two dozen donuts? I'm going to have an office full of people 
I'm going to be everyone's favorite co-worker today. This is a collab I never saw coming, but I found it this weekend. Miranda Lambert teaming up with Enrique Iglesias. Now, let's be straight up. Anybody who's ever taken a high school Spanish class thinks Enrique Iglesias and hears this in their head. I know it's not just me, okay? And Miranda Lambert, she's really been stepping out of the country genre and mixing it up. I mean, last year when she released that song with R&B artist Leon Bridges. And hey, it's 2024 and Beyonce's out here making country music, so who am I to judge? But listen to this. It's Miranda Lambert's new duet with Enrique Iglesias. Not the vibe I was expecting. I was thinking a little more Dos Equis poolside with those two. But you tell me, are we into it? You can hear it on our Facebook page. Things just keep getting more and more expensive these days. You don't need me to tell you that. But Jelly Roll is doing his best to make sure that his fans and being his fan doesn't get more expensive too. He is being praised on social media for telling his fans earlier this week, ticket prices start at just $40 and I want to keep them affordable. I want you all to come to a Jelly Roll show, whether it's your first one or your hundredth time. And I know that you have to get the tickets, the babysitter, a ride to the venue. You have to pay for parking, get the hotel room, buy the merch. It all adds up. It's not easy. I see you. I appreciate you. And I will always keep tickets affordable for my fans. That's the latest from Jelly Roll. I know Luke Combs and Garth Brooks are also two other artists who have made this statement in the past. And I think it's a great move. Everybody knows that concert tickets, they can definitely get out of hand, even if you're just looking for a lawn pass sometimes. Kane Brown loves being a girl dad, but he said there is one big reason why he is so excited to have his boy, his first baby boy, in just a few months. He says, I'm excited. Well, I'm nervous because it is three babies and I love my girls. But I'm excited because I have all this stuff. I have a basketball court. I have a racing simulator, a golf simulator. My oldest girl is so girly. So I'm like, why do I have all this stuff if my kids ain't going to use it? He also went on to say that his second daughter, Cody, she is a little buck wild. And he's worried that she's going to be too tough on a brother. So funny. I mean, I guess if you've got two girls and you feel like you've got the girl dad thing down, I'm sure you would be excited to share all those toys at your big Nashville mansion with a son. I forget they're due, I think, early summer, but details on our Facebook page, Instagram. A list just came out of the top 10 streamed country songs of all time. Streaming, it really hasn't been around that long. Maybe like, what, 20 years now? With it getting really popular in the past 10. So I want to give you the top 10 streaming songs of all time. Number 10, starting with Hurricane by Luke Combs, and Luke Combs took up three spots on this list. Number 9, Wagon Wheel, Darius Rucker. And then again, back to Luke Combs, number 8, When It Rains, It Pours. Number 7, Gotta Have Some Morgan Wallen. And back to Luke Combs for number 6, Beautiful Crazy. And now this next one, I think is obvious. Chris Stapleton at number 5. Number four is Love Story by Taylor Swift. And the top three songs just go to show how oddly extreme or extremely odd 2016 was. The top three streamed country song of all time, Sam Hunt. Number two being Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber. And 
finally, number one, the most streamed country song of all time. I'm not going to lie. I don't like this answer. It's PB Rex Sun, Florida Georgia Line. The top 10 most streamed country songs of all time. I'll put this list on Facebook, Instagram, 92.3 W.I.L. Dirk's family's got a crazy Taylor Swift story that he says he's never told before because like many of us, <clears throat> me, Dirk's family is a huge Taylor Swift fan. And he's telling the story how years ago he and his family decided maybe they should go to one of her shows. Yeah, I've known Taylor a long time. I think I met her when she was 12 or 13 and just moved to town. And here's a funny story. I just finished um, probably 2016 or 17 and... Uh, we want to go see Taylor Swift because I have two young daughters and I love Taylor too. I was like, well, let me check in with her manager. So I texted Tree and two minutes later, I get text back from Tree, her manager saying, yeah, Taylor wants you to come and she wants to sing a song with you. I look at my wife and I go, oh, well, looks like we're going to Kansas City. She's like, well, I'm not even sure if I want to go. I'm so tired. I'm like, oh, we're going now. You have to go. I mean, what a compliment. Taylor Swift not only wants you to be there, but she wants you to get on stage with her. And that was the Reputation Tour, if anybody remembers that. And Taylor was one that broke. And she was the first one to do those uh, breaks bracelets that light up and she goes hey on every mile of memory your song what color do you want the bracelets to be for your song out there and i go i think i want red she looks at me she goes i think you want white and i go you're right <laughs> she's so in control in a good way and she wanted me to have my best you know moment up there my kids this time around are like hey dad um are you performing with taylor on the Eras tour i'm like y'all that was a long time ago she's moved on a long time ago but i bet she would still have glowing things to say about dark Bentley. Hey, Casey, again, thanks for tuning in to the Casey Covers Country podcast. I just wanted to remind you that I am on air live on 92.3 WIL every Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And right now we have an awesome promotion where you can actually win a wedding at my wedding destination, Dreams Natura Resort and Spa in Cancun, Mexico. You can win a wedding package there along with a four-day, three-night stay at the resort. It was absolutely beautiful. The food was great. The wedding venues were exceptional. The wedding team who put everything together made it so simple for me, which is exactly what I was looking for. And our guests had an amazing time. So to enter to win, open up your 92.3 WIL app or go to 92.3 WIL.com and use code word ROMANCE. Of course, we're going to help you out with airfare as well. It's all brought to you by Swiss Air Heating and Cooling, but start with the 92.3 WIL app. Good luck. Thanks for listening. Casey covers country.